Welcome back to the ZA Training Podcast. My name is Zabe, and if you can't tell, the audio on this has been amplified a little bit. That's because we have brought a new toy so that we can specifically record these podcasts and really reach out and make these a little bit more appealing and a bit easy on the ears as well. So what I did in this instance was go on Instagram and just, uh, you know, ask and just see what kind of topics people wanted us to cover so rather than talking about a specific subject i kind of left it in your hands to just see kind of what some common issues are some common questions and what you want to see rather than just me you know there are a couple of things that i feel are important and i will discuss those but sometimes i'll put it in your course so some of you guys had posted some uh, on the Instagram stories or responses, quite a lot of uh, similar ones, so I didn't really post them. So what we'll do is we'll go right through them just now. Now, with these, like I say, when it comes to some of the issues here that we have, we I am not a, you know, when it comes to certain areas, you know, we'll get onto them, such as things like PCOS and diabetes, we're not registered to go for personal diagnosis and uh, give out specific advice for each individual. What we can do is give out the generic advice that has definitely worked, worked with the clients that we've had and it's kind of out there for the public to see. Okay, so you've if you've got something that needs to be seen to or if you're suffering quite badly, the first thing you need to do is go to the GP and get that sorted. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. So we're going to go right into it now. So the first questions that we have here, or the first question that we have here is the topic of weight loss for students. Now, something that I personally had an issue with simply because when it comes to university or college uh, school, you know, you shouldn't really be worrying too much uh, about your weight unless you're, you know, quite obese. But uh, when it comes to college and uni, the, the issue is that you're quite limited, number one, because of time, but number two, because of money, you know, obviously. So unless you're quite, you know, blessed and you, you've got, you know, you're, you've got the money available, excellent, go ahead. But if you're struggling, if you're going to be out from home, most of the people that travel to uni, are, you know, they travel by train or they travel by car and they're away from home. They live in dorms and it's not going to be easy. So a couple of things that I did in my later years that definitely helped and it's something that can definitely help you guys as well. So the first thing you need to remember is weight loss for students is no different to weight loss for any other person. So if it's the working person or the professional athlete, because ultimately what you need to be doing is focusing on energy and exercise. That's all. The only difference between weight loss um, for students as opposed to other people is going to be probably the types of foods that you have uh, really just because you're not going to be able to have, you know, bloody cooked meals at set times. You're going to be eating between, you know, lectures or seminars, tutorials, whatever it may be, or classes, and you're going to be, you know, on the go, jumping from building to building. So I've been there. I totally understand that. So what you need to remember, and I'm going to say this just now, it's no different to any other person. It's all about the food choices. So you need to make sure that you're sticking to the absolute essentials. So when we talk about the essentials, I'm talking about making sure, number one, you've got your protein intact. So for everyone, really, what you need to be doing is finding out what your weight is in pounds. So when you see like LBS, that's essentially what that means. Find out what your weight is. So if you use stones or kilograms, convert it. Find out what your weight is in pounds. Then you want to be having one gram of protein per protein, what the hell, sorry, protein per gram of, uh, per pound of body weight. So let's say, for example, you are 150 pounds in body weight. What you then do is take one gram per protein and then 
take that per the 150, so it's going to be 150 grams of protein. So it might seem like a lot for a lot of people, so especially women. So the first thing I would say is maybe aim towards the lower end, so maybe 130, 240, and kind of work your way up to there. The reason for that is because weight loss is going to be all about appetite control and making sure that when you're exercising and you're burning calories, you're holding on to as much lean body mass as possible. Because what you want, I'm imagining what you want, is you want to be losing the good kind of weight, or the bad kind of weight rather, and you want to be holding on to the good kind of weight. So you want to be losing body fat, and you want to be toned, and you want to keep you know some some shape on you whilst losing fat. Everyone wants that, you know, especially the ladies. So you need to make sure number one, your protein is intact. So if you're a uni student, things like protein supplements will be bloody amazing here. So depending on what uni you're at, if you're you know in this town centre or wherever, wherever it may be. If you've got the budget, uh, you know, you can probably just drop by, you know, the Holland and Barrett or something and get some protein powders or a protein bar. Be quite selective with that. Or what I'd probably say is go online and just order, you know, a bag of protein. So when you order a bag of protein, that will give you, you know, 30 to 60 servings, depending on the size of the bag that you buy. You put that dry powder in the shaker cup and you take it to uni. And let's say if you're going to be in uni from nine till three or whatever it may be. And if you want a healthy snack, you just put water in that cup, shake it, and you're good to go. Then carry some fruit around with you, carry some nuts with you, that kind of thing. Okay, so it's no different. You know, you know, you're probably hoping that I'd give you the magic formula, but it's no different to anything else, guys. Okay, so you need to make sure you're carrying kind of accessible things. So this is where kind of nuts and homemade protein bars are excellent. Um, you know, wraps and sandwiches, healthy sandwiches, if you can make them from home, I'd always recommend packing. Okay, now I know when students are busy, but there's absolutely no excuse to not be prepared. So when you get home, spend 15, 20 minutes and make yourself a wrap for the following day. You know, wraps I recommend just because it's easy and it's on the go. Make food, prepare food. Okay, so it will keep you in check and it will make sure that you're not doing what 99% of students do. Okay, you need to really stand out here because I did it. People are out party. I didn't really drink anyway, so, well, I don't drink. Um, so for me, it was a bit easier. I didn't get, you know, kind of, um, I didn't succumb to the, the lifestyle of the uni student. And for me, it was a little bit easier, obviously, because of my background um, and religion. But putting that aside, even if I did drink, I would not want to do any of that because I had my, you know, my eye on the prize, essentially. So you need to remember as if this is what you want to do, you need to be preparing, you know, a couple of minutes every night for the following day. So protein powders, I would recommend, they're extremely useful. You can bulk buy them and you can get them quite and cheap. So we don't really recommend, I mean, I know we've are affiliated with Reflex uh, Nutrition with a discount code, but we don't force anyone to go with them. But if you want a recommendation, just drop us a message on Instagram and we'll be more than happy to help you. Okay. The other thing I would recommend is keeping enough water on you. So if you, you know, if you're in uni, you can have water stations everywhere. So making sure that you've got your little water jug or water bottle and making and ensuring that you're filling it up and you're drinking it throughout the day. It's quite a topic I'm passionate about because I was in uni once upon a time and it's something that I struggle with quite quite badly. So these things ensured that I was able to stay on track. But really the main thing was uh, apart from the exercise, which you'll need to work around your schedule, was you know making sure that I was getting uh, protein powders with me, making sure that I was preparing, making sure I was having foods that I can eat on the go. So like I said, rolls, sandwiches, wraps, you know that kind of thing, and not worrying too much about sit-down meals because you're not going to get a chance to do that. Okay, there's a lot more to it, but those are the essentials. So if you want me to, you know, elaborate a little bit more on that, just drop us a DM. All right. So I hope that adds a little bit of perspective on that. 
The other thing is, the other question we've got here, ways to stop sugar cravings when dieting. Any healthy alternatives low in calories? Now, you might not be aware of this for those that do not know or for those that are. Artificial sweeteners are not bad for you. Like with anything, they are going to be bad if you are having them, you know, in abundance, if you're having, if you're just, you know, straight swallowing, you know, sweetener tablets. But in, in moderation, they're totally fine. So I would probably recommend... You know, diet drinks are, are good, they're fine. Unless you're worried about your teeth, there's no issues. There's no, there's no research to show there's direct cancer links with it. I mean, I'm not a, a doctor by any means, but the research is out there and there's a lot that you can read and there's nothing to show that. You know, obesity, inactivity, poor food, smoking, these things are going to be, you know, a higher contributor to, you know, weight gain, um, weight gain and, and cancer. Um, you know, obviously you've got things like genetic disorders and stuff, but those things are going to be a far higher contributor than artificial sweeteners. Okay, so the you know one of the things that I use is you know sweeteners in my teas and coffees, just because it removes the sugar. There's no calories and it helps satisfy my sweet tooth. Uh, diet drinks are fine to have as well. You know, every now and then there's, there's no issues with that. And then also just making sure that when you're going to be having you know things like Greek yogurt uh, or yogurts you don't like the taste of, put some powdered sweetener in there. It's a very, very good tactic to have, and a lot of people don't realize it until they actually try it. Uh, there's all those, There's also these things called flavor drops. So if you go onto My Protein, which is a website, um, and they've got these liquid flavor drops, they're zero, zero calories, and they've got like strawberry flavors and banana flavors. Probably my my kind of secret weapon or hidden, hidden gem, really, when it comes to us training clients, we always recommend them to people because they can put them into things and you know, add a lot of sweetness to it and ensure that they don't, you know, resort to anything else. So I would recommend, I would recommend that. But those are some, some things that you can use. You know, dark chocolate's another good thing as well. Again, probably not to everyone's liking. It's a bit of an acquired taste, but I would recommend that also. So two or three things in there that you can use. Um, but really, to be honest, you don't need to be avoiding sugar altogether. If you're exercising, if you're getting enough vegetables and protein, you can have some sugars because really all carbohydrates at the end of the day are you know broken down into sugars it's just you know the types of sugars that you have so if you want a wee treat here and there it's not going to kill you just make sure you exercise on the day so healthy weight gain good question um healthy weight gain really it's hard because there's no such thing as healthy weight gain you know weight gain comes in just one kind of form but when you're going to be looking at exercising hard and growing some lean muscle, I suppose we can class that as healthy weight gain. You still will gain a little bit of body fat. But really, if you're going to want to gain weight the healthy way, the number one thing I would say is increasing your fats and your proteins. Okay, so most people have struggling, have problems gaining weight. They struggle to gain weight. They just don't eat enough. Uh, they think they're eating a lot, but they don't. So you need to make sure that you get in quite a lot of fats because fats are higher in calories. So they're not bad for you. We're moving away from the age where fats were considered, you know, to be fat gaining, but that's completely false and nonsense. Especially for ladies, when you want to be supporting, you know, hormones and pathways, you need to make sure you're getting in enough fats. Okay, so things like olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil, whole eggs, cheeses, um, you know, nuts and nut butters, seeds, avocados, you know, not for me anyway all the time because they are pretty damn expensive. Um, that sort of thing okay so if you can get them in daily making you know having a handful of almonds in between meals that's four or five hundred calories easy and you're able to gain weight people don't realize that so don't there's no such thing as fattening foods 
fat, uh, fats just have higher calories, that's all it is, okay? So if you want to be gaining weight the healthy way, the number one thing you need to do is exercise. So then you're, you know, gaining weight the quality way, so you're, you're gaining some lean body mass. And then increasing your protein and increasing your fats and then covering everything else with, you know, a good amount of vegetables and carbohydrates, okay? But fats is a bit of a secret weapon because, you know, they're higher in calories, so I would kind of err on that side. Um, and then just making sure that you monitor your weight. So just take photos, etc. You know, if you're a scale person, if you really, really want to use a scale, then just checking it consistently every morning. First thing, as soon as you wake up, use the bathroom, step on the scale and just check for any fluctuations. But if you're a woman, it's going to change quite a lot. So I'd probably recommend using uh, photos. It's, photos is one of the best things that you can use. So motivation. Um, okay, this is the. there's only one thing I've got for this, okay? Um surrounding yourself with those that are on the same journey as you this is the most powerful thing you can you can do i promise you see when i started doing this i was able to you know this is years ago i've never been fit all my life i've had to you know overcome a lot of barriers but motivation was one of them so you need to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that are on the same journey see if you're not if you've not got that around you it's going to be so much more difficult this is the only thing that i can tell you so why don't you you know find support groups you know, drop, you know, we always say to people, if it keeps you encouraged, drop us messages. You let us know how you're getting on. We can just have a little look and just have a little chat. And it keeps a lot of people motivated. We've got at least seven or eight people that are doing that, you know, every month. And, you know, it's a couple of minutes out of our day. So we're more than happy to do that. But really, you need to make sure that you're you're with people that understand your goal, understand why you're doing what you're doing. And maybe they want to go on the same goal. Because once you've got that, the journey becomes a hell of a lot easier. The other thing is taking a photo. So some people are just not wanting to do this because they don't want to accept the fact that they're not, you know, in shape or whatever they, you know, perceive to be healthy and what their ideal weight is. And if you're happy with your weight, fair enough, that's excellent. But if you don't, and if you, you do not like the way that you look, take a bloody photo and make sure that you refer to it every couple of days and just, you know, understand and try to remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing people are not going to want to do this but i'm telling you right now you need to do this because when we get people taking photos they're more accountable and they will stay on track because they'll start to review it and they can start taking one every 14 days and it will keep them motivated because the moment that you see the change between the photos you know every two weeks that honestly is the best feeling in the world for people and that's what you know, gets people high on, you know, the fitness bandwagon. So taking a photo is the second thing that you can do for motivation. Watching motivational videos is not going to get you anywhere, guys, because you'll you'll love the feeling of being motivated, but you're not going to do much about it. Um, so PCOS and thyroid. So PCOS, for anyone that doesn't know, it's, you know, more for the ladies because it basically stands for polycystic uh, ovarian syndrome. Now, we need to be careful what we say here because you first need to make sure you've got, you know, the diagnosis and the test done for it. So I believe there are three indicators of it. So you'll have, more, you know, one of the, the key ones really for a lot of people is a higher level of androgens. So that's going to be things like, uh, you know, more facial hair growth or just growth in the body, uh, you know, more in general. So if you have been diagnosed with PCOS and something that you have, this is something I'm against, okay? Now, this might be a bit controversial, but a lot of people or doctors rather will tell, you know, ladies to lose weight. And that's going to cause a lot of issues for a lot of people because they will start to panic and they're not going to want to, you know, they're, they're not going to be wanting to accept that this is what needs to be done because they've never been in a plan before. They've never exercised and it just kind of kills them. So what you need to realize is PCOS really, yeah, it makes things a bit difficult, but it's not that difficult. Okay, you just need to make some small, small tweaks. 
Now for you guys, you'll probably know you'll have an issue handling sugars, so carbohydrates, um, simply because you're going to be insulin resistant. So this is one of the signs of PCOS. So uh, you'll produce, um, so when you eat carbohydrates, insulin's going to essentially secrete more testosterone in the body and it just adds to the problem. And then you'll have, you know, a sugar buildup and insulin is that little carrier bag. So whenever you eat foods, if you're healthy and if you're exercising, the body's going to throw, you know, it's going to release a lot of these carrier bags and it's going to take the sugars to where it needs to go. But, you know, when you've got PCOS, it's going to struggle to do that and you'll have a buildup of sugars in the body. And that's why when it comes to blood sugar problems, it is one of the biggest things that people with PCOS suffer from. So the first thing I'm going to recommend is not to cut your carbs out. The best thing for PCOS, guys, please listen. The best thing for PCOS, exercise. It's probably not what you want to hear, but you're going to have to accept that. Okay, so maybe if you've not exercised before, go out for a walk. Okay, if you've done that and if you're a gym membership, if you've got a gym membership or if you want to exercise at home, excellent. Do that. Okay, so you need to make sure that you're moving. You need to make sure that you're egg emptying out the blood sugar um, or the buildup of sugar that you've got already in your body and making sure that you increase your vegetable intake and protein. Okay, that's the only thing people with PCOS suffer from. Now, I'm, you know, I'm sorry to say this, but a lot of ladies come and they use PCOS as an excuse um, because, uh, you know, weight gain is one of the most common things that they see. But I'm sorry, we can't. I can't be accepting that all the time. So you know yourself that, you know, we see a lot of ladies actually, um, I've seen it myself, that have PCOS and they will binge eat and they will eat a lot. Now I get emotional eating is a thing and I'm going to be completely sympathetic towards that. But unfortunately I've seen a lot of ladies who use this excuse and they go out and they eat and stuff and, you know, they'll just say they blame it on the PCOS. But really... The only kind of hindrance to you is going to be the fact that your body's not going to be able to handle carbs really well and that's the main thing. So you need to make sure that you're exercising, increasing your protein, increasing your veggies and keeping carbs in there and your fats as well. Okay, so if you cut carbs out, you're going to be miserable and it's not going to make you want to do anything because you won't have any energy. That's why. So making sure that you exercise is the single best thing. Now we've had clients uh, firsthand that have had PCOS and their weights come down just the same as the next person that's not got a PCOS. And all we've done is told them a couple of things that they thought, oh, was I really supposed to be doing that? I didn't know that. I've been I've been cutting my carbs out. I've not been exercising. I've just been, you know, having low carbs and starving myself, not been having any fats. And when we told them to do these things, the weight was coming off just at a, you know, a slow, steady rate, the way it would be for someone who, who did not have PCOS. Okay, so I hope that sheds a bit of light on that because it's something that I feel people are being disheartened about because they're told that they need to lose weight immediately, but that's not the case. You just need to make sure that you tidy up your food a little bit and start to exercise and the weight will come off naturally. You don't need to lose weight immediately, okay? So um, I hope I hope that kind of makes a bit more sense. So um, nutrition for kids, this is quite, there's a guy, obviously when you've got guys like Jamie Oliver, there's another individual called Ben Coomber who's got a radio uh, podcast. Um, excellent guys when it comes to kind of nutrition for kids but really what you need to we're we're in a, we're at a day and age where if you want your kid to sit down quietly you give them the ipad you know and i totally understand that i've done that with my little brother from time to time you know so it's just where we are at the moment but when it comes to school dinners and school lunches a lot of parents are not paying attention and who am i to say i don't have kids so i totally understand that but i've seen what's going in kids mouths when it comes to 
um, you know, school dinners and uh, school lunch, sorry, not school dinners, school lunches uh, and school snacks and stuff. And they're having, you know, crisp success, etc. Now, kids are going to be naturally active. They don't need to worry about weight when they're little. I totally understand that. But when it comes to things like making sure they've got a good growth, making sure that their hormones are going to be, you know, optimally functioning, especially when they hit puberty, and making sure that they do not have any issues with sleep, you need to make sure that you're giving them, you know, some, some fruits and veggies in there. You know, kids do not like veggies, I totally get that. But try your best to get in a couple of bits of fruit for their snack. Give them crisps, you know, by all means, because if they're going to be active, they'll burn it off. But what you need to remember is if you're going to be shoveling, you know, fruit shoots and that down your, into your kid's mouth, which has got, which is loaded with sugars, really, nothing bad with it from time to time. Um, and, you know, people are, are starting to, I think, um, there's these, I'm not sure if, I, if, I, if I've quoted this correctly, actually, I think I saw an app for kids, apparently, which is a tracker that they're giving out in primary schools for weight for weight loss. I'm against it because I think it's promoting the wrong message. You know, kids shouldn't be worrying too much unless you are quite obese, you'll get some help with that. But I don't think kids need to be worrying too much about that. But what they have been, what they are eating habitually from a, from a habitual point of view, they'll start to develop as they get older. So when they you know when they're punished or whenever you give them food as a treat they will start to recognize that pattern and it will grow in as they get older and that's what they will start to kind of um, relate to certain scenarios or whatever it may be so try and get these good habits just now the research is in abundance and it shows that wherever you feed your kids now they will you know, it'll stick with them and it'll be foods that they resonate more towards in a particular situation. So, like I said, when it comes to, you know, like a reward or punishing them and, you know, whatever it may be, okay? There's just so many out there. I don't know because I don't have kids, so it's, it's a bit difficult for me to say. But when it comes to um, growing up, when it comes to even allergies and intolerances and stuff, it's stuff that you develop as you're a child. So try your best to put these practices um, and to play just now you know yourself what you should be feeding your kids do it just now before it's too late okay so um it's something that i i'm quite passionate about and something that i'll be kind of paying more attention to when i have kids absolutely what's more important low weight high reps and sets or higher weight low reps and sets a mixture there's not going to be one specific rep range that you can work towards okay so i would recommend that you switch between the two now the high reps for toning is a complete load of nonsense so there's no truth to that toning comes around by lowering your body fat level and weight training because muscle is what gives you the, your body that tone so when you're losing weight um by running on a treadmill all day by just staying in a calorie deficit that's not going to happen so you need to make sure that you're weight training so when it comes to rep ranges for a woman though if i'm going to be leaning more towards something i'd probably say leaning more towards a heavier the heavier reps to the more lower end of the scale when it comes to rep, uh, the heavier weight for the lower reps. So it could be, you know, staying between a kind of a five to 12, five to 10 rep range and lifting really heavy. So that's, I think the research has shown that it, that kind of promotes the best, um, you know, the, 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 the best response in the higher muscle fiber um, kind of a threshold it will be attacked a little bit more if you're able to train in that rep range but then every couple of weeks mix it up throw two to three weeks in there when you're going to be training in a higher rep range so there's not going to be one that's going to um, be, be the magic fix unfortunately that should, there's no truth to any of that if you're being told um, it's going to be a mixture your body doesn't recognize it your body just understands uh, the the stresses 
It's not going to understand how many kilograms you did. It just knows that it's going to be put through a stress more than it was last week. Okay, so just switch it up, and um, but don't stick to just the one. You know, for a week uh, for weeks on end. So bingo wings, this. Okay, weight training is going to be the best thing for this. So doing endless amounts of push-ups is not going to help. So bingo wings is really the body fat uh, under the triceps or the back of the arms. Now this is uh, caused by a couple of issues. One of the main things is going to be genet genetics is going to determine where you hold your body fat. Uh, for ladies, that is quite a common area that they hold it in. So what I would recommend, number one, is making sure that you are going to be training your full body. So you're not just training on legs. This is where people go wrong. So ladies who want to lose the bingo wings, when I look at their program, they're just doing leg workouts all the time and they're not focusing on their arms. So let me say it just now. You're not going to be losing, you're not going to be gaining muscle mass like big big bodybuilders, okay? You do not have the hormones for it. I promise you it's not going to happen. If you start lifting heavy weights, if you're doing heavy tricep extension work, if you're doing heavy arm work, heavy shoulder work, this is going to get rid of your bingo wings, I promise, okay? Increase your protein, eat better quality foods, and watch that come off, okay? So let me say it again. Weight training properly with heavy weights, doing proper arm exercises is what will cause the bingo wings to go away. You need to be consistent with this. I promise you, we've done it with clients and they've come right off. Okay, so I hope that helps. If you've got any more questions about this, drop us a DM. So does age really have an impact on the level you lose weight? On, so on the level, hang on, let me read that. Does age really have an impact? Okay, yeah. So age will have an impact uh, when it comes to weight loss and weight gain. The reason for this is because as you get older, you will naturally start to decline in activity levels. That's just the way the human body is, you know, the evolution process is going to be. So when you get older, you'll be moving around less and the body's need for energy is going to be less as well. But people, ultimately what they're doing is for those that haven't really exercised for much of their life, they're having the same amount of food as they are as and when they had when they were like in their 20s and 30s. And this is causing quite a significant amount of weight gain because their, you know, their metabolism is going to slow down. It's not going to be able to burn through food the way it did, you know, 10, 20 years ago. And they're gaining weight. And this is a big problem. So the number one fix that's been recommended to everyone is making sure that you exercise and you just maintain it. Okay. So even if it's going to be going out for a walk, you can slow the process down. Now, obviously, the main thing for slowing the aging process down and making sure that you are healthy and looking younger and not gaining weight is muscle so you know muscle mass is one of the best things for it men are amazing at this unfortunately ladies are just too scared to lift weights and it's it's a bit sad to see this but you need to recognize that muscle will slow down the aging process it will make sure that your joints and your bones are going to be stronger it'll support your frame and your metabolism will still be at a healthy range because you you still do need a decent amount of testosterone even ladies need this as well as you get older okay so i know for men it declines as you get older but yes the older you get weight gain becomes a heck of a lot easier so in order to stop this from happening exercise now and you know worry less about it as you get older so there's my tip for you start moving start exercising okay so fad diets and teas herbal life pura i've never heard of that and um, are they worth doing i have annoyed a lot of influencers on this i've put you know i've not bashed anyone specifically but i cannot stand anyone who promotes this absolute crap apologies for my language there herbal life you know they've got you know guys like Lionel messi promoting it and stuff and at the end of the day it is all just money which kind of makes the world go around 
but herbal life um, you know other other diets and, and fasting methods and juicing and detoxes they're a load of nonsense okay just to put it nicely because the only way weight will change is the energy that goes in and out of the body you're not able to fat freeze you're not able to drink something that you know melts the freaking fat there's nothing like that that's possible you know scientists have shown this from time and time again it's just not possible to do we've now we're unfortunately having a lot of clinics out there that are promising fat freezing methods and you know all these other stupid things that does not work body is the the body weight is dictated by the amount of energy that goes in and out if you're taking in less than you're needing and um if you're taking a lesson you're needing your body needs to find an alternative source <clears throat> excuse me an alternative source to function it will start to tap into body fat and use that as fuel if you're taking in a lot more than your body needs it'll store that as fat do you see how that works so any help you know save your money buy a protein powder with that stupid you know powders that you get from herbal life because they are amazing marketers these companies are bloody fantastic at promoting these products i can't tell you the amount of times that we've seen that on instagram um these um, influencers that are promoting these products i think booty was the other one as well or Boombod. again absolute nonsense and they're really just um they're harming people so the other thing you need to remember is when you're having meal replacements they do not have these things called enzymes so your body produces enzymes to break foods down uh, but when you're taking foods that are devoid of enzymes so they don't have any of these enzymes it's not going to keep you satisfied because there's no digestion process in that so you're going to be feeling hungrier again and you're going to be feeling damn miserable the people that are promoting these the reason that they're you know good looking and they're in good shape is because they follow a proper plan ready they do not take this garbage okay they'll do it for the adverts and they'll do it for the instagram stories and posts but they do not take it so my ask of you i beg you you know i'm not doing this so you come to us to, to work with us absolutely not I just want you to save your money and save your health and save your time ultimately okay so uh, Herbalife etc etc if you're a Herbalife promoter and you're listening to it, you don't like this I do not care you know drop me a DM and uh, we'll have a little chat about it but what you're really doing is you're taking in products that promise something but not delivering at all because they're 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 essentially lying to you with the way that you know they say it's healthy absolutely not because when you're replacing when you're having these healthy meal replacement shakes you're not having whole foods you know they're, they're all taken from whole foods but they're broken down in the simplest form so you're not going to be able to enjoy it because ultimately what you want to be doing is enjoying your food and losing weight now that's probably doesn't you know go hand in hand but yes that actually happens okay so i hope that makes a little bit more sense so do i recommend it absolutely not whole foods um moving a bit more that is what you need to be doing to lose weight it's as simple as that and you can easily save yourself 30 40 50 60 quid um you know a month from buying these silly products okay guys so a couple of questions i've got a couple more but i'm running out of time just now so what i'll do is i'll cover these in the next episode so thank you very much for tuning in if you've got any questions as always please just drop us a message on instagram or on facebook or on the website www.zetraining.co.uk for those that have been asking, the website membership will be launching in a couple of weeks, so we're just tidying th- some things up to make it, to, you know, to make sure it's the best that it can be. So there's a lot on it. Um, we'll be promoting it gradually as time goes on, and it is an effective and 
you know, inexpensive way for us to kind of help everyone and teach people and get them to lose weight rather than, you know, working with us directly. Because um, we understand not everyone can pay for, you know, personal training. So we'll, we'll be putting more updates on that. But guys, thank you very much um, for listening to this. I am now going to enjoy the rest of the evening and just answer a couple of questions that we've just been getting as I've been recording this. And uh, I'll definitely be catching up uh, in the next podcast episode. Now, if you want me to cover specific topics, just please let me know. This is one of the longer podcast episodes. So thank you very much if you've listened to this. That's that's amazing, actually. Um, it's just because there's a couple of topics there that I do feel you know, needs a bit more attention um, and I hope that I've answered your question. If there's anything that I've not answered, just drop us a DM and we'll get in touch with you directly and uh, we'll, we'll get that answered for you. Right guys, stay awesome. I'll catch up with you guys soon. What's happening guys? Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Now if this episode brought you any value at all, then please head on over to iTunes or within the app that you're listening to this podcast in and leave us a review. Just be as honest as possible. Now, the reason for this is because we're trying to reach as many people as possible because there are so many people out there just like yourself that don't have access to expensive personal trainers and resources and this is all free information. So we are a local business. We don't have a massive reach. So it, you would be doing us a massive service if you can reach out and share this with your friends and your family. It would mean the world to us. All right, guys. Hope you have a good day.